Denny's on Central, the ghetto Denny's, recently removed the metal spoons from the tables because the local junkie population, which constitutes 20% of its clientele, were stealing them faster than they could be replaced. Since it makes little sense to mix plasticware with silverware, they went totally plastic. Denny's on Central is closest to the bars, and so the drunken gangsters, thugs, prostitutes, and hipsters congregated there when the frontier is full, or when, like tonight, its power is off. Whereas the frontier hosts an eclectic mix of drunks from all socioeconomic backgrounds, Denny's only serves paying customers. This results in certain disparities. For instance, there tended to be ten times as many metrosexuals as hippies on any given night. All manner of cliques could be guaranteed good reception at Denny's so long as they were paying customers. It was easy for various groups to commandeer entire sections of the restaurant on the nights that mattered. Thus, Thursday nights became goth night, and the local goth population pretty much owned all of the booths and tables along the eastern wall. Tonight was Thursday, and the goths were in full attendance. They milled about in their black costumes with their pancake makeup, their faces marred with thick black crayon lines emphasizing pouty lips and sad eyes. They morosely munched on their greasy cheeseburger bacon deluxes and struggled in unison against the burden of existence. The younger goths were lithe, pale, and wore shiny vinyl. The older ones were fat and had farmer's tans, and their vinyl looked as though it had all been peeled from the same used fake leather couch. Raven Kim was the queen bee. She had seniority and the choice corner booth. What she said went. No one was admitted into the tribe without her endorsement. At her side sat the feared Gothopotamus, a being of mixed gender and large proportions. Most accurately, it was leased to her side. The Gothopotamus was both her bodyguard and her driver. The hearse she arrived in was parked in the space immediately behind her booth, where it was clearly observable. It was her most prized fashion accessory. The only other goth of note was the local DJ, who went by the sinister moniker DJ Self-Destructinator, a soft, pudgy creature like a pasty and elongated Pillsbury doughboy in a Frankenstein's monster outfit. All in all, it was a typical Thursday night of eating, strutting, starring, judging, and sneering. All the goths would make their rounds to Raven Kim and DJ Self-Destructinator, sucking up to each in turn like so many blind puppies clamoring for a nipple, eager for the milk of social approval. Not that any of it mattered, all their socializing, all their shallow competition for ego dominance, and all their unearned sense of elitism amounted to little more than rotting meat in the end. For just as the bar crowd flooded into the rest of the tables, the otherwise idyllic night became a hideous nightmare. It started with laughter.